Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. You have to stop this. Secret series by Pseudonymous Bosch. Book number? 18. No, it's just, Oh my. Are you losing? Are you? Are you okay? Absolutely not. I mean. Okay. Chapter 16. A Visitor at the Circus. Page 149. It was just before the no- noon. The sun was high, but the circus was still quiet. A handsome, impeccably dressed man with a cool, unruffled demeanor, strolled along the midnight, oh, strolled along the mid, oh my gosh, strolled along the midway, his hands casually resting in his coat pockets. At first glance, he couldn't have in, looked any more out of place in these decidedly scruffy surroundings. The trash-strewn ground had likely never been trod upon by shoes as shiny as his. The tattered tents were almost an insult to his smooth, tan skin, and behind those rusty bars of an ancient cage, a mangy mane, once regal lion, lion seemed to wilt at the light of the man's perfection, coiffled silver hair. But what if you happened to look closely at his eyes? You might read a different story. They were eyes of a much older man, a much older then this man first appeared. You could see that the telltale beginnings of his crow's feet around his eyes, and the whites of his eyes had slowly ye- had a slightly yellow cast. But it wasn't. It wasn't simply a question of age. It was a, also the emotion in his eyes, the tears. The sight of the circus moved him. It seemed reminding him of his lost youth, perhaps, or something, or someone from his past, possibly. It was the memory that caused him to stop in front of the greasy old popcorn cart and close his eyes for a moment. He mumbled to himself four words. They sounded like a spell or an incantation or a very odd recipe. Heliotripe, encina, licorice, peanut butter, H-E-L-P. Remember when they were doing the symphony of smells? When he opened his eyes... Two clowns, or at least two men who had been made up as clowns the night before hadn't, and hadn't washed their faces since, stood in front of him. Administration's $10, said the skinnier, taller clown, whose name was Maury. Exact change only. Well, well, if you want to give us $100, that's okay, too, said the shorter, fatter clown, Mickey. Just don't expect any change back. Oh, I don't know. For $100, we can give him something back. How about a smile? Mickey grinned. Right, no change except for the change in our moods. Nothing sadder than a sad clown. Why should I pay for anything? Asked the visitor. The circus is closed. Maury nodded. I couldn't have said it better myself. The circus is closed. You pay, we open it for you. And do what? A clown act? I'm getting that for free. Oh, so now you think you can make fun of us, huh, wise guy? Mickey growled. Yeah, mister, we make the jokes around here, growled Maury. Your job is to be the butt of them. The visitor chuckled. Easy, friends. For your information, I'm not sure. I'm not some rube walking into the circus you can make your next, that you can make me your next mark. Well, 
You're not some old carny either, I can tell you that much, said Mickey, studying the well-groomed man in front of him. Not that fancy sort of European sort of accent of yours. Yeah, where where are you from anyways? Paris, Texas, asked Maury. Mickey laughed. Good one, Maury. Maury bowed his head. Thanks, Mickey. I perform here every night. Tell your friends. I'm here to see Pietro, said the visitor, losing patience. Can you tell me where he is? At the mention of the circus master's name, the clowns relaxed slightly. Pietro, why why didn't you say so? exclaimed Mickey. And who should we say is calling this at this god-awful hour? asked Maury. It's noon. It's high noon to you, said Maury. And it's bedtime for us, Mickey added. Tell him. Tell him a relative is here to see him. A relative, huh? Come to think of it, you do kind of look like the old man, said Maury. Sort of a newer, shinier version. What if it's a sit, it is. Brother. It is, Dr. L. It's silver hair and tan skin. Come on. Perfect. Old, but looked older. Mickey nodded. Kind of like when they take those old classic cars and resid- reuse them 50 years later. Who are you, his nephew or something, asked Maury. Actually, I'm his twin brother, said the visitor, extending a hand for the first time. Dr. Luciano Bergamo at your service. His brother, exclaimed the clown in unison, explained the clown in unisons. Neither clown moved to shake the man's hand. They just stared in disbelief at his pristine white glove. Dang. Well, let's see what happens. I think, do you think he's going to go good again? I think he's going to turn good. Because he misses the circus. He like misses his life. They kidnapped him. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. I think he's going to go good. And I think he's going to take drink something that's going to make him turn back to his normal age like his twin brother. And I think at the end of this book, he's going to help them get rid of the midnight sun. Chapter? What? Are you going to read another chapter? Mm, yeah, we can read another one. Okay, one more, then you got to get ready.